Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Founded in 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the greater Boston area and beyond. We are located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets, across from the Public Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. Deep in the forest, Hansel and Gretel sat where their father had left them waiting for him to return. When noon came, they each ate a little piece of bread. The afternoon lengthened into evening, but there was no sign of the woodcutter. They waited and waited, their eyes growing heavy with fatigue. At last, they slept. They awakened in the dark. Gretel began to cry, how will we ever get out of here? Bravely, Hansel comforted her. Soon the moon will rise. By its light, we'll find the way. The moon does rise, but the wood is pathless. They're lost. Before curling up together and going back to sleep, they sing Abendsegen, the evening prayer. When at night I go to sleep, 14 angels watch do keep. Two my head are guarding, two my feet are guiding, two are on my right hand, two are on my left hand, two who cover me, two who wake me, and two who sing me into the heavenly paradise. The song conjures so many powerful emotions, the terror and bravery of the children, the comfort of singing this nightly ritual song, and their simple, beautiful faith. In the stage version of Hansel and Gretel, as they sing, 14 angels take the stage like a mystical force, gathering around to comfort and protect them. You'll hear this song in a few minutes, exquisitely reimagined by American guitarist and composer Jeffrey Van. For now, a reflection on what it means to bless and to be blessed. Meyer K. makes YouTube videos about engaging strangers. Last Sunday afternoon, he headed into the streets of New York looking for unhoused men to invite to a Super Bowl party. He found four willing souls happy to get out of the cold and a little stunned to find themselves riding the elevator to the rooftop bar at 235th Avenue. In the video, we see them pull on Patriots jerseys. Meyer has bought them, toast each other and the game, and help themselves to the vast buffet of traditional Super Bowl offerings. They sit in prime seats and roar at the TV, fist bump each other, and do fabulous victory dances after Patriots touchdowns. Meyer relaxes with them and makes sure they get out onto the observation deck to take in the city. Anyone looking at them would think, This was just five guys, five friends, watching the game together. If you only read this story, you would miss my favorite moment of the whole experience, back from the buffet, 
plates heaped with food, the guys take their seats, and you know they're hungry. But before any of them touches any of it, each one bows his head in thanksgiving. I can almost guarantee that in that room full of people lucky enough to be able to afford to attend the Super Bowl party at 235th Rooftop Bar, lucky enough to have a warm house and a job to return to, when all is said and done, not one stopped to give thanks. I love the poem Communion from Jesuit priest and activist Father Dan Berrigan. He says, sometime in your life, hope that you might see one starved man, the look on his face when the bread finally arrives. Hope that you might have baked it or bought it or even needed it yourself for that look on his face, for your meeting his eyes across a piece of bread, you might be willing to lose a lot or suffer a lot or die a little even. I wept. It is good to bless and to be blessed. A woman named Melissa Marie wrote this. Today, it was over 100 degrees outside, horrible humidity, too. While driving to get a tire fixed, I noticed some people wandering around in this heat, and my heart sank. As soon as I was done at the garage, I went to the store and picked up some Gatorade, ice, and bags of trail mix. I headed home to pick up my three kids, one, two, and 16 years old, loaded up the cooler, and drove back the way I came. We found three guys walking in the heat under the weight of heavy backpacks. The best part was seeing the look on my 16-year-old's face as he handed out the ice-cold drinks and the trail mix and hearing my two-year-old say, God bless you, from the back seat. It was awesome. This is how my kids and I have passed the very long year that my husband, their dad, our hero, has been in Iraq. We started a movement to inspire ourselves and others to forget ourselves for a few minutes each day and to be a blessing to someone else. We anxiously await our hero's return next month, but that's not going to be the end of this, not by a long shot. Some of what it takes to bless is simply paying attention, thinking of others, really seeing others, and including them in the reach of our hearts and minds and hands. Some of it is the willingness to make even a small gesture of caring in their world and understanding that what might feel small to us could be huge to someone in need of kindness. The surprise is that the blessing comes in return. To bless is to be blessed. In her fast-forward post for The Globe this week, uh, Teresa Hannafin said she'd received a note from her high school classmate, Barbara Boylan, 
who had left her office in Post Office Square on one of those brutal cold days last week to pick up a cup of hot soup at the Hale and Hardy on Franklin Street. The line was really long. And when Barbara finally reached the counter, she says, this gentleman in front of me at the cash register turned and said, I have this one, and paid for my lunch. When I expressed my surprise and something of a modest protest, he reached into his jacket and handed me a sealed envelope marked, Enjoy. Inside was a note with a gift to Dunkin' Donuts. It said, hello, stranger, surprise. You've just been gifted with a random act of kindness. You are wonderful, smart, and kind. You are made to do amazing things. Don't let anyone tell you differently. Be yourself, be unique. Be bold, and you will change the world for the better. Always express love, and forgive people when they have bad days. And remember to forgive and love yourself as well. The world needs more people like you. I hope you enjoy this random act of kindness on me. Keep smiling and enjoy your life to the fullest. Jim. Barbara concludes, we walk back outside into the coldest day of the year, me still in disbelief. I had been gifted by a stranger named Jim, and just know, it was the nicest day. He works in the McCormick building, that's all I know, and that he made my day, and the day of everyone to whom I told this story. I love picturing Jim walking into Dunkin' Donuts and buying a pile of gift cards, tucking them into his pocket like some secret joy. I love imagining him sitting at his desk or maybe his dining room table, writing out envelopes and little love notes to strangers. I love the way he must have thrilled at the look of shock and disbelief and sheer happiness on the faces of his lucky recipients. And I love that he planned all this, planned to make a freezing winter's day a warm memory for so many. One more blessing story. This is a true one from American fiction writer Jamie Quattro. The summer I turned 16, she says, my father gave me his refurbished 67 Chevy Malibu convertible. Cherry red, chrome accents, V8 and engine, a gift wasted on me at that age. What did I know about classic cars? The important thing was that Hannah and I could drive around Tucson with the top down. Hannah was my best friend, a year younger, but much taller, almost 5'10". Hannah's a knockout, my mother always said, and sure enough, that summer she signed with a modeling agency. She was already doing catalog work and some runway. A month after my birthday, Hannah and I went to the movies. On the way home, I said, let's ride around a while. It was a clear night, oven warm, full moon slung low over the desert. Taking a curve too fast, I hit a patch of sand and fishtailed. What happened next is hazy. I plowed through a neighbor's landscape wall and drove into a full-grown palm. The front wheels came to rest halfway up the tree trunk. We'd been wearing lap belts, but the car didn't have any shoulder harnesses. 
I'd cracked my cheekbone on the steering wheel. Hannah's forehead had hit the dash. They took us in separate ambulances. In the ER, my parents spoke quietly, best plastic surgeon in the city, end of her modeling career. What would I say to my best friend? When her mother, Sharon, came into my hospital room, I started to cry, bracing myself for her anger. I deserve it, I thought. She sat down beside me and took my hand. I rear-ended my best friend when I was your age. She said, I totaled her car and mine. You're both alive. The rest is window dressing. I started to apologize, to protest, and Sharon stopped me. I forgive you, and Hannah will forgive you, too. Hannah's stitches looked like an intricate road map tattooed onto her forehead. She never modeled again. But her forgiveness allowed us to get back in the car together that summer, to stay friends throughout high school and college, to be in each other's weddings, and to watch my four teenagers fawn over her three younger children. I think of her gift of forgiveness every time I'm tempted to resent someone for a perceived wrong. And whenever I see Hannah, the scars are so faded now, no one would notice. But in the sunlight, I can still see the faint shimmer just below her hairline. For me, after all these years, an imprint of grace. Oh, that blessing, forgiveness. There it is again. It could have gone so differently. When we forgive, we bless, and we are blessed. Beloved spiritual companions, may we all know the mystical force of 14 angels gathering around to comfort and protect us, angels like Meyer Kay, like Melissa Marie and Jim, like Sharon, like Hannah. Let us be angels, spreading the joy of shelter and warmth, food and drink, surprise and joy. The surprise is the blessing that comes in return to bless is to be blessed. Pay attention. Give thanks. Let us give and receive forgiveness. May we bless and be blessed. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear from you via email at office at ASCBoston.org or through our Facebook page. If you would like to support the good work of Arlington Street Church, please consider a contribution by checking the mail or through our website, 
ASCBoston.org.